The Cornish Soccer Friday football fix comes from over the Tamar this week as the new champions of the South West Peninsula League, Plymouth Parkway, play their last match of the season. Pre-match, Cornish Soccer spoke to the chairman of the club, Mark Russell, and then after the league winner's trophy had been presented, we had a quick word with assistant manager at Belithel Park, Carl Curtis. Your Cornish Soccer Podcast. Right, so I'm with, um, with Mark Russell, the chairman of Plymouth Parkway, uh, before the kickoff on Friday evening against uh, Bobbin Town, and uh, everyone seems to be in a, a quite a joyous mood for some reason, Mark. Yeah, it's um, been a great season. Um, obviously, doing the double, um, it's been really good for the fans. The fans seem to, you know, obviously really enjoyed this season, and uh, you know, it's been very, very good. Now, you took over the start of last season, and I think it was pretty much um, stated from there that you wanted promotion, didn't you? Yeah, so when I came into the club, one of the things I spoke to the, the, the previous chairman when I took over the role was that I felt the club could drive forward um, and the promotion was the goal. Um, you know, we, we sort of set out the five-year plan to make sure we got promoted. Um, very much decided that, you know, this season, we felt last season we did okay, um, but could have done better. Um, this season we, we brought in new players um, and we've, we've sort of progressed on from there. Yeah, was it a case that... The, uh towards the end of last season uh, of course you, you had to appoint Lee Hobbs uh, partway through last season didn't you so um, let's go back to there I mean was were there many people that you sort of had in mind for the job or what uh, we had over 25 people apply for the job I um, some very surprising names in there as well um, so it, it was quite a process of with sort of whittling down the list speaking to various people um, and yeah I mean we when Lee came along, um, I think the, the commitment to leave Bobmin in when they were still in run for the title last season um, and, and wanting to come across to Parkway was was massive. Um, and I think that sort of showed to me that actually he was really committed to you know wanting the job and wanting to be part of what we were trying to achieve. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was an interesting process. Yeah, I bet. I mean, 25, you must have been staggered with that number. Yeah, I was. I mean, some of them, um, obviously, I made direct contact with. Um, so people that I knew that would, you know, potentially be good for the job. Um, a few people that I knew from, you know, previous um, roles that I've had within uh, up at Argyle. So people that I knew from when I was at Argyle that were going into management. Um, and, yes, yeah, some, some people that I didn't, I'd never spoken to before. <laughs> uh, and, obviously, Lee came in and... and uh, uh, at the end of last season and um, what changed during the summer I mean presumably you had a dare I say a bit of a shopping list from players yeah I mean we I think there was um, probably only two players retained from last season um, so obviously there was a big change in the, the squad um, and Lee sort of you know came and, t- came and spoke to us and said look this is who I'd like to sign um, some of them you know majority of the players we wanted to sign we did get um, and a, a lot of the players have really bought into what we wanted to achieve um, a lot of these players I think have played at this level played levels above um, and I think they're seeing the ambition at the club and saying actually this is a club that are, are going somewhere as opposed to you know, um, other clubs where they're st- they'll stay at this level for a number of years yeah I mean that's a big talking point isn't it uh, champions of the Southwest Peninsula Premier Division don't go up uh, travelling expenses costs players might not want to I mean uh, you must have thought about all those uh, aspects 
Yeah, totally. Obviously, you know, Plymouth Parkway themselves didn't um, take promotion a few years ago yeah. when they won the league. And I think the, the, the difference that we've sort of done now is we've brought in a bit, a bit more of a business mentality to the club. So we're trying to bring in more sponsors, more, um, you know, support around, you know, off the pitch. Um, so, it, you know, obviously we sat down and looked at the, the costings of going up. Um, and looked at you know the fan base, and I think the, the 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 real plus we have in comparison to a lot of the clubs is that we've got a really good following. Um, you know, we took a minibus down to Helston on Saturday, uh, or a coach down to to Helston on Saturday. So, yeah, I think with that, it just shows that our fans are willing to to travel with us. Spoke to a lot of the fans as well to find out what they you know what their thoughts were, and a lot of them were like, yeah, we'd we'd love to play a few games in Bristol and see what the team can do at a higher level. So. You know, that was the sort of the key thing for us was the the fans' willingness to to, to, to be part of the journey as well. Um, so you know, you know, yes, there's you know, I understand a lot of the clubs where the, the travel does become a lot more. Mm-hmm. If you you know, if you're looking at teams that have got to travel from from depths of Cornwall, it, it it does get you know, you're talking three four hours to get to Bristol. Um, whereas you know, we've got a couple of hours to Bristol, not dissimilar to going to Helston. So you know. Yes, we've got to do that every week um, or majority of the time, but you can't, you know, as a football club, I want to progress this football club um, and push this football club into, you know, into higher levels. And to do that, you need to travel. Um, and again, you know, the squad of players we've got together, you know, most of them, you know, pretty much all of them want to want to do it for it with us as well. And they're, they're willing to do the travel and they know there's going to be that little bit extra time, but they're very keen to do it. Is that even the players that have, have- been there and done it, travelled and now sort of stepped down at a, a level or two, even even those players are keen? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, generally, I mean, if we look across the squad of players that we've got here, there are, you know, there's a number that have played at a higher level. I think the big difference is that they can play in their hometown. Um, so their home matches are in, at home. Mm. Um, so, you know, when you've got players that are travelling to play for Tiverton, Taunton, Weymouth, um, you know, it, it, in the leagues above, they're having to travel every week to get and to a train. home game yeah. yeah and and to train yeah. um, whereas at least you know the, the lads can stay in Plymouth they can travel to a home game which is just around the corner from them they can train just around the corner from them um, and then you know they've got every other week they're traveling as opposed to every week when they're playing for, for other teams yeah valid point you mentioned the five-year plan uh, obviously it's it's uh, Western League next season um, how long do you want to be in the Premier Division of the Western League <laughs> Good question. Um, we have already sat down and spoken to, to Lee about next season and what we're looking to achieve. Um, and as a club, we're looking to have another successful season next season. Um, we'd like to think that we could finish as high as we possibly can in that league. Um, you know, we, we, off the pitch, we're putting infrastructure in to, to go into the Southern League. So, um, we, you know, we would like to think that we can progress on through the Western League. Um, whether we can do that at first hit, who knows? Um, you know, we've got the momentum and hopefully the majority of the players will stay with us next season. I think this squad would do exceptionally well in the Western League still. So it won't be looked upon as a failure if you don't take uh, or don't get instant promotion next season as well not at all um you know when when i came in two years ago it was the ambition was to get to the western league um obviously we've achieved that within two years um the next steps would be to obviously try to get to the southern um if we don't do that in the first season no we'll regroup and, and go for it again the following season and what about facilities wise i mean is it much need, needed to be done to, to reach that southern league 
No, I mean, we've passed, obviously passed the ground grading for the Western League. Um, for the Southern League, we'd need to put another 100-seater stand in, um, which we've already um, started looking at that. Um, and, you know, we're looking at um, when we can do that, whether that, that likelihood will be the end of next season, that we'll look at putting another stand in, so we'll have the 150-seater that we need. Um, and the, sta- the covered stand in, we've already, we've already got that. Um, obviously, you know, we announced um, two weeks ago that we've got planning permission for the new clubhouse. Um, so we're, we're literally just waiting now for the Football Foundation um, nod, hopefully, <laughs> um, that we'll, we'll get some funding to, to help us with the, the, the new clubhouse that we're planning to build this summer. Um, so there is a lot of work going off, going on off the pitch as well um, to, to, to make sure that we've got the facilities to, to progress because you know, one of the things that I looked at when I came in here was there was no real way of the club making money um, on non-match days and I think to progress the club forward you need to have a, a, a revenue stream coming in on non-match days as well as match days. Um, so it was, it was key, you know, I, 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 it was key that this club doesn't become reliant on you know three or four people putting you know sponsorship money in every season. It becomes a business, and it actually goes out and gets more and more sponsors, which is the important thing for a football club to do. Okay. On the pitch, you must be disappointed, really, that you lost to Camel Free, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> um, I actually missed the Camel Free game. Uh, um, your fault then you weren't there well yeah I mean I, I jokingly have said with Leah several times of uh, better not leave you to take the team on your own again um, it, it's one of those things you know I, it, yes it's disappointing to have lost against Camelford um, you know Camelford at their place have shocked a few teams this season um, you know I think they they had an exceptionally good day we had a, a poor day um, on that particular occasion um, but to, to, to do what we've achieved this season uh, you know couldn't have dreamt of doing that at the beginning of the season. And, and time-wise, I mean, how many hours do you put into uh, being chairman of Plymouth Parkway? Um, it varies from week to week. Um, depends on what's going on. Uh, if it's mid-season, it's actually a lot less than it is coming towards the end of the season now. Um, because obviously the end of the season now, we're planning the end-of-season presentation. We've obviously got the work going on off the pitch as well. Um, and obviously the, the meetings with the manager um, to, to, to sort of discuss what we're doing next season. So there's actually been, the last few weeks have been a lot busier than, that, than they were before that. Um, but on an average week, um, outside of match days, it's probably between five and ten hours a week of solid work on it. Um, at the moment, it's probably more like 20 to 30 hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you, you'll be looking forward to the summer, I guess. Well, well, yeah. in some ways, <laughs> in some ways it will be it, it, yes. Um, but obviously, you know, we're, we're hoping that we'll get the, as I say, the funding for the for the clubhouse, and then we'll be getting the builders in and starting that. So that will then require a lot more work, um, planning for pre-season next season. Um, you know, we, we've obviously got um, new kits for next season to go through and um, you know sponsors to make sure that we've got more sponsors on board so we're we're going out at the moment and speaking to a number of new sponsors bringing new sponsors in this season Um, and I think that's a key thing for us as a club is if we look at last season there was an additional 15 sponsors came into this football club that weren't here the previous season or two seasons ago Um, and that was very much what my 
sort of ambition was when I came in here was it was to bring in the sponsors as well um, and that's through you know business contacts that I have um, business contacts that other people have and just sort of talking to people and saying you know um, would you would you be interested in sponsoring even this week you know we've had three new sponsors join us this week um, just off the back of us you know the, the publicity we're getting people going oh yeah we really want to be involved in Parkway yeah and of course uh, uh, massive population uh, as far as relating to other towns in the league but um, you've got the matter of Plymouth Argyle to compete against as well haven't you? Yeah I mean Plymouth Argyle obviously I I spent a lot of time with Plymouth Argyle a a few years ago and um, it's I I think that building a relationship with Plymouth Argyle is the important thing Um, so you know there's going to become a point where Plymouth Argyle are going to need to loan out some of the young players and we'd hope that come that point that they would actually be looking at Plymouth Parkway and saying you know could you take a few of our young players on loan they can still train with Plymouth Argyle but they can come and play for us on a, a you know on a Saturday or a, you know midweek games so it, it is very much about building a relationship with, with Plymouth Argyle as opposed to seeing them as a competitor. Yeah, interesting. Hadn't thought of it that way, but that makes sense, doesn't it, really? Yes, definitely, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and finally, tonight, you, you pick the trophy up at, uh, after this match is uh, finished. Um, and uh, what, what words of praise have you got for Lee Hobbs and the, and the players? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the team have done superbly well this season. Um, you know, Better than you thought? Most definitely. Yeah, I mean, if someone has it's said been to a me, bit of a walkover, really, in the league, it's been pretty boring, really. <laughs> I don't know. Tavistock have pushed us all the way. Uh, you know, they, they, they're, even now, they're still doing exceptionally well. So, you know, I think we, we we set the stall out early by getting on the nice, good start at the beginning of the season, where we, you know, we had the long run of games where we won sort of the Camelford game. Um, I think that then puts the pressure on the other teams. They're trying to play catch up. Um, the weather's obviously taken a lot of games out this season. Um, we've been very fortunate that we've we've actually managed to get our game on most of the time um so you know we've played some games we haven't had the backlog that some other teams have had including obviously Bobman today have had quite a large backlog um so i think you know from that side of things it's it's been good um and yeah got to praise the ground staff for that as well um but yeah in terms of lee um lee carl and the players have been absolutely superb um and and they're a joy to work with and and just looking at the pitch now, I mean, I saw some of the films, obviously, the, you know, the match footage and the pitches. Well, I, I watched, actually, I've only been here once before this season. That was Bobman in the in the Vars and then the pitch was, well, that was the start of the wet season as such, wasn't it? Looking at it now, I mean, it, it looks marvellous, almost like pre-season. Yeah, it does. I mean, we've been very fortunate that um, we, we played, obviously, the Bobman game, which at the end of that game, it was, uh, it, it was starting to look a little bit tired. Um, <laughs> then we played on Boxing Day, which... To be honest, um, must have been touch and go. It, it was it? a very touch and go, and yeah. I think it was full credit to both managers. Um, you know that game was an exceptionally good game of football. Um, both teams wanted to try to play football and didn't really let the conditions affect them. Um, but it did do a lot of damage to the pitch. Um, but we made the decision in you know in the morning of can we get this game on the groundsman was like yeah we can but we're going to need to do a bit of work on it this week if we do um so we supported the groundsman in that in terms of getting um <coughs> machinery in to try to repair as much as we could um and then you know the, obviously the dry spell recently has really helped mm. um and you know, the pitch is in yeah it's a, it's a bobbly pitch as everybody's are this time of year anyway but um but we have got work you know starting on the pitch as soon as the season finishes um for our reserve team because they've got still a few games left as well 
Um, so as soon as they finish, we'll be having some work done on the pitch. Um, and we're, we're also just uh, in the process of ordering a new um, tractor for the pitch as well. So we've got a new machinery coming for the, for the groundsmen in the next few weeks as well. So, uh, And do you get funding for that sort of thing, tractors and equipment? Um, we, Devon FA have put some funding in from the DIY fund. Um, so we, we applied for that and they've, they've approved putting some money into that. But we've been very fortunate. We've got a, um, a couple of... Um, people who come forward as fans who've donated money to, to the, the fund to be able to help us do that as well so that's really helped us um, the supporters club at, the, at, at Plymouth Parkway are superb you know they've got sort of 50 odd members in there um, and they've made a considerable donation to the club to buy the tractor um, so obviously the yeah, supporters club was set up to help with mm. non-playing events so you know anything ground improvement so we, we spoke to them and said would they make a contribution to the tractor I think everybody appreciates the work that Gaz does on the pitch um, uh, so I think it was one of those where they were very happy to help us out so we've managed to sort of get together the majority of the money for that to be able to sort of order the tractor now um, having had two tractors go wrong in three weeks <laughs> <laughs> Alright Well thanks Mark uh, I mean obviously uh, best of luck or oh, well done for this season and uh, good luck for next season you must be looking forward to it yeah, definitely. I think it'll be a good season. I think, we, we, you know, hopefully we can keep the majority of the squad together um, and we can sort of push on into the Western League and, and see, where we, see where we end up. Well, from Cornwall, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much. Your Cornish Soccer Winning the league is a great achievement and in the manner that we've done it as well, you know, just, just losing one game all season and that was a game that, you know... We you still, must be a bit we, sick of yeah, that, we, really. we are to be fair. But the, the way we reacted from that game was is why we are we're here tonight because we didn't feel sorry for ourselves after that. We challenged the lads after that game, then at Camelford, which we lost. So right now we've got another. Can you go on another run like we just did for 15 games? And the boys took it on board, and that's why we're in the position we are tonight. And we've won the league by 11 points so far. Tavistock's pushed us well. They've pushed us out, so a, a, a good word for them. They've been excellent as well, as well as some other clubs like Falmouth and Sotash, etc. But the boys have been absolutely superb from, from 1 to 16. You know, even the boys that come in off the bench or we've had to change things around lately because of the high demands of games like every other club, everyone's done superb. And then to obviously cap it off with the Devon Bowl was just the icing on the cake, really. And now, of course, on to the Western League next season. Yep, on to the Western League. So players get... Any new bit... players, do you reckon, or...? No, no, there won't, no, there won't be a, there won't be a need for um, to have too many too, too many changes. Obviously, there, there will be one or two that possibly just just filter to the wayside a little bit. But and then we might need to freshen up slightly. But we're really confident with a set of squad players we got here that they can go on and compete at that level. Especially, in, you know, we're looking at finishing the top six and anything above that. If we can finish, we can get to sales in January, February time next year, and we're finding ourselves in the top six, and we can go and push on from there and see what happens. Okay, thanks, Carl. Brilliant, well thanks, done. mate. Your Cornish, 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 Cornish. podcast.